The Mishnah seems to suggest that we darshan the word oiso in the posuk to teach that the hafara has to be done for the right person or else it won't be effective. However, regarding the obligation of kriya, Rahman al of hearing the death of a close relative, there are additional words in the posuk which would also suggest that the tearing obligation, the kriya obligation, is only fulfilled if it's done for the right person in mind. And yet, Abraisa says that if the kriya was done with the wrong person in mind, for example, if he heard that Rahman al his father passed away and he derived kriya on that basis and he was then told that it was Nebuchadnezzar's son who had passed away and not his father, he, the Bryce says he has fulfilled the obligation. You see, it doesn't have to be done for the right person. And for the Gemara, the Bryce is discussing where you heard that a relative died, but he did not know which relative. He, he did Kriya. He ripped Kriya without knowing the specifics and then found out about it later. In that case, he would have fulfilled the obligation. However, our mission is discussing where he was told one specific thing and then learned that he was given wrong information. In that case, the Afar would not be affected. The Bryce that clearly makes that difference in regards to the Allah of Kriya for the death of a relative. Ravashi gives another text. He says the Bryce is discussing where he heard the corrected information of who the right person that uh, the, the who had passed away. He heard a toichide dibur of the kriya of rice and kriya on his clothing. Therefore, he has fulfilled the obligation. Our mission is discussing where he did not get the corrected information toichide dibur, and the far was therefore done improperly and is not effective. A Bryce clearly makes this distinction with regard to the kriya obligation of whether it's the toichide dibur or not. The Gemara Paskins toichide dibur is effective in making a later statement or action to be considered as part of the first one, except for the cases of someone who is Megadif Hashem, Nebuch curses Hashem, meaning a, ret- a retraction of such a thing would be ineffective, even Teichide Dibur, someone who does Avaydah Zara, also someone who is Megadish, a woman, and someone who divorces his wife. Zuck, the next Mishnah. If a woman makes a nether, making it also for her to eat these figs and grapes, that's what she says, and the husband confirms the nether with regard to the figs, the entire nether is confirmed. If he was mafer with regard to the figs, he must still be mafer with regard to the grapes. This may mean that the hafar is effective only in regard to the figs, or it may mean that the hafar is not effective at all. This is the Ran gives us two thoughts, two understandings of how to understand the statement. The mission continues, if she splits the statement in two, and she says, Kain, am I tasting this fig? Am I tasting this grape? It's considered to be two separate nadarm. You need two separate afars, two different, two separate kiyumim. Zakti Gemara, our Mishnah follows the view of Rabbi Shmuel and the Raisa, where he says exactly as the first segment of our Mishnah, based on a drusha of the words of Isha Yikimenu Isha Yifeirenu. Rabbi Kiva argues in the Raisa, and Dashin's is possible to teach that just as a confirmation on part of the nether is a confirmation on the entire nether, so to a hafara on part of the nether is a hafara on the entire nether. Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Yechanan said, the Chachamim argue on both these views and say that just as a hafara on part is effective only on part of the nether, so to a confirmation on part is effective, is effective only on part of the nether. The Mishnah had said, if she said, Amra, Koinem Te'ena, so Rav said, our Mishnah is following the view of Rabbi Shimon, who says that a Shvua addressed to multiple people is only considered to be separate Shvuas if it's separately addressed to each person with the distinct words of Shvua. So the next Mishnah. If a man said, I knew that my wife made a nether, but did not know that I have the ability to be made for it, so he can be made for the nether on the day that he realizes that he has the ability, the ability to be made for it. The mission then continues and says, if he said, I knew that I have the ability to be made for certain nedarim, but I did not know that this nether that I just heard was of the type that I can be made for, Rabbi Meir says he may not be made for this nether, meaning not now and not later, because a partial knowledge is not enough to allow for afara, and therefore right now it's a partial knowledge, and even if he hears later on, it's also at that point only a partial, and therefore he cannot do afara at all. The Chum say that he may 
be mefer because a partial knowledge is sufficient. Frechtigemar, a Brahisa says, Rabbi Yehuda says, the Pasuk of Beloi Ro'is teaches that a blind person would not be subject to Golis if he kills Beshoikik. Rabbi Meir says, the Pasuk comes to include a blind, a blind person in the Golis application. Now, in this Brahisa, Rabbi Meir says the blind person's partial knowledge is sufficient, whereas Rabbi Yehuda says that it's not. This contradicts their view in our Mishnah. So Rava said the two subjects cannot be compared because they learn from different drushes of their respective Psukim, and therefore you cannot ask a Akasha or a Stira from one to the other.